This is a warning, another cut to move on. Another beat that's so strong, hold on, and I get wicked in this song. Stir up shit as the wit gets wisdom. Here we go, episode 13, RT Podcast with Rich Pelton and George Costa, broadcasting live from Lithuania. It's a Eurocast, buckle up. <laughs> It is. Um, oh, bringing first, you our first, first Euro band. podcast. Yeah, I mean, we're big time. And <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, even to this day, and we've had all this technology for quite some time. It trips me out that we're, we're on two platforms. I'm, you know, on the other other side of the, well, not the other side, but, you know, I'm across the pond in, in Lithuania and our voices line up, the data lines, like everything is seamless. And it just, how's that? impossible like I, it's still i mean i know and but, but you don't really know like this shit's like magic dude it's pretty crazy yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's pretty wild but, like like you know we don't have like a super uh crazy setup here we're literally like using one piece of online software that i send you a yep. link you click on it we're instantly recording you and i uh like start a video call just so we can sync and see each other yeah exactly and, yeah, it's not uh, say program. It's yeah say and, then, and then we're like good program. to go Pretty we used to we used to say we used to not be able to see each other so it's really hard to not over talk and then like get the vibe of and the energy like there's so much more energy when george and i can look at each other and he's laughing and i'm laughing but the first you know three or four it's like i'm just staring at the screen i start scrolling but we're chatting and then it's just not it's not the same like the, all of a sudden you're doing quick so it's like i was like yeah. dude i need to see you like let's figure <laughs> it out so we, we have run messenger with it muted and that's sitting on my screen and then i've got the whatever his program is plugged into the microphone. So yeah, it's pretty, it's, I, I wouldn't say I was, it's not janky cause it works. And I, and I went out and bought nice, you know, headphones and, and microphones so that it would sound better, but yeah, the audio yeah, quality is actually not bad uh, for bit, like, and I, I literally do very, very little work. Once the podcast is done, I just like trim it up and yeah. uh, cut out any dead space or something that we messed up or whatever. But usually it's pretty good after um, we record, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Here we go. And I know it's been a long time. The fans have been fans have been dying to hear a new episode. And uh Rich has been super busy. Uh, yeah, busy and then sick and yeah, just all over. Sometimes timing's not right, and then it's like all of a sudden a week goes by. So I apologize for that. I, I do like to keep up to at least you know one a month is nice, but yeah, like I said, so buckle up, dude. We got eight, nine weeks worth of crap to talk about. That's we'll probably right, yeah. But you had, some, you had some pretty cool stuff that happened in the BMX world. So uh, why don't you give the people a rundown on uh, Tangent Happenings and your newly crowned world champion? Um, yeah, the I mean, the most exciting thing over the last nine weeks, definitely the world championships. Um, even now, people ask, you know, it's a couple weeks you know, done. And did you ever think, you know, you'd have a world champion and, you know, looking back at, you know, blah, 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 on a tangent, would you ever have thought? And I was like, nah, <laughs> I never, you know, never thought we'd hit that level. And it's even a bit of luck kind of that we're, that we got into the situation we were um, with Romaine. Uh, For those who don't know, Romaine, yeah. Romaine, Met yeah. how do you say his last name? Romaine Mayu. Mayu. Mayu, um, Mayu, yeah. He, uh, he wrote, he was uh, our first one of our first foreign athletes that was big named, and he rode for us for a few years, and then he got a, a a club deal. So in Europe, you know, they have clubs, not necessarily the same kind of teams. They they have those teams, but clubs. The track is a club, and those teams are big and powerful in the French Cup Series and all that. So he even rode for a club. He rode for us. So in, in France, he would ride the club jersey, 
And I'm like, man, how does that work? You know, like, I don't, it doesn't seem like something, uh, conducive a foreign to concept for Jersey. I'm like, no, 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 it's normal. You know, like yeah. they yeah. know that I ride for, you know, Riff Rockstar. I just, it's a club Jersey for that race. And he's like, and he's like, I don't have to wear it. If you want to pay for all that expense, they pay for travel, fucking entry fees, you know, everything they cover because the clubs compete against each other. And then yeah. the club, yeah financing from the country if they according to how they win i'm like oh have to pay for yeah no no you can you can yeah, just go right ahead. right right that club jersey that's fine <laughs> and, you know, uh, so you got a, a another club an up-and-coming club that is going bigger and bigger and they offered him a really good deal that you know there's nothing i could really do to compete with it and he's like rich it's like you know i love you uh, just this is money and you know i'm like yeah no, i know you guys have a you know short life window um you know crashing and just the youth of the sport i go i don't mind man just knock yourself out and he had to change everything he went to gt pride and straight away he gets the pride stuff because it's more of an intermediate grade product um or, i don't know maybe not that whatever but he just didn't like it so they let him switch to tangent and then a season and a half later he was off the gt just uh it didn't suit him for whatever reason um even the federations like, dude, your times are down. You haven't had the results you've had. So he talked to his boss and they worked out a deal with GT. I mean, obviously GT probably wasn't very happy, but he wanted to come back. So he basically just wrote, rides the bike. And then he's like, Hey, you know when I'm, when I'm, uh, when I'm in America, man, I could probably run riff, talk to Steven, my boss. Um, and so we chatted and he's like, oh, I don't mind, you know, he don't got to wear a club shirt in America. So then he got to be fully outfitted at the end of last year, back to our full team. And, and um yeah we don't have a crazy deal or anything it's just because he's still got that full deal and, and everything and they're all happy over there and we were able to just you know not ever making bad blood with people because people move on um you know it wasn't a lateral move it was a, a vertical move for him and i was happy yeah. for him yeah. and you know and it came back and, and i won because of it so uh it was amazing you know so to have that like it's giving me chills a little bit even right now talking about you know that that i've watched that guy grow from you know his days on chase to where we took him over his growth as a, as an athlete and a man and a, and a, an ambassador of our brand over there for a few years in France, um, to still be in his friend for a couple of years off brand and then, and then back. And so it's just hell of an achievement for him. Um, amazing for us, the American, you know, American people probably don't know Romain all that well. I mean, he was here a bit and they kind of know, but you know, the turnover rate so fast with the kids, but in Europe, it's a huge deal. I mean, the world stuff is, I mean, it's massive. It's, it's one under the Olympics everywhere and it's a big, big deal there. So, um, it's great. I'm proud of him. I'm stoked for him. Uh, I get to see him next week. I'm like, I'm here in Europe in Lithuania now, but I'm going to go to France to Serion's race world cup. So get to give him a big hug and, uh, it's exciting. So, uh, and, and just in time for our frames landing in France, we got a batch, we got a new batch of frames coming in and they're landing in America in a few weeks. Uh, France has us, we, we let distributors order separately this time for the first time we let everybody pre-order, um, which is another big accomplishment for us to have enough resources and enough trust with other brands to put that together where everyone ordered separately basically piggybacked our order so it's a really big order and we have frames going to uh, uk we have frames going to uh, australia to france so it's a great time for to have some global recognition and the frames actually be in country yeah so, so yeah a lot, a lot of cool stuff uh, that's awesome down. i mean it's yeah. it's a rare thing to have an elite world champion on a brand um in general and um it's just awesome yeah. to have something like that and also the year that you guys are having you know with having won all the golden crank awards last year and segueing nicely into um 
uh this year like today opened up golden crank voting for people yep. who don't know so maybe you know last year we called it we we i i accurately called all yeah, of did. everyone so uh you know although you know you know nick won it last year for pro of the year maybe maybe some of your uh, tangent following can nominate romaine to win the golden crank since he's yeah. the, since he's the That's, existing uh, yeah, world I'm write that, that I'm would be that. that would be a good know. recognition yeah, you know? yeah. I was like, man, who are we gonna vote for? Because Fede, Fede obviously is there, but he's been injured. He got injured twice this year. He's back and and having some good some good races. Uh, but he's still just he's still kind of a foreigner too. I mean, even though he works really hard on his popularity and stuff, it's just you know some of these foreign guys that come in. It's hard to get a, a name in America, yeah, because of the turnover rate. You know, but Fede's been racing elite since he's like 16, 17, and he's you know close to thirty. So I mean, he's got ten years plus in elite and. But he's still a foreigner, so his American popularity isn't all that much unless you're right in front of him because he's a great guy. I mean, you know, because uh, some of the pro of the year is more on uh, merit and personality and all that rather than even results. So he's one of those guys. I just, I, you know, unfortunately wouldn't see that happening. But, you know, Romain, maybe with a World Cup, I mean, definitely got to get a couple votes out there. Not you know, World so Cup, we'll World Champion. I'm sorry, World Champion. World yes, yes. Champion, not World Cup. Yes. Get it correct. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, he I'm, won I'm the local national. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm not used to saying it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not used to saying it. So. Yeah, you got to get so, yeah, it. World the, champion. So, world And now the thing that sucks about that for you is that, uh, I mean, I get the, I, I get the, the, the deal that they have to wear the, the UCI jersey, but that's yeah. the one thing that sucks a little bit, you know, because, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, you want that, you, you want to be able to get that guy wearing your uniform out right, there, right. but he's got to wear the 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 UCI one, which is fine. You know, it is yeah. what it is. No, it is. But, I mean, and, and same thing. Everyone everyone knows yeah, what it is. Yeah, but uh, still, yeah, it's uh, it'd be nicer. We're gonna so in America, I don't I don't think ESA BMX they don't require you run it. So um, my designer is gonna make a, a rift a Rockstar rift jersey tied in with the UCI uh, the, the rainbow stripes and all that so he'll have something cool for grants hopefully that ties in with the with our nice, stuff yeah yeah oh, uh, if, if he comes he's still gotta decide if he's coming so I'm gonna probably kick him in the nuts if he doesn't when I see him this week especially now that I'm putting pressure on uh the RT podcast right. listeners right to, you know exactly. cast your vote for pro <laughs> of the year for the current to 2023 elite world champion romaine yeah, crazy man May it, you. It, it's a lot of stuff is uh a lot of stuff is tied in man and it just keeps it keeps uh keeps coming so i mean i'm definitely stoked there uh, yeah so, yeah, awesome. can, yeah you guys are having a great year you know you get your factory team shit together and maybe you can uh get up there someday. yeah you know those guys i mean <laughs> we, it's not that big a thing for us but but you know they, they're working on it i know you know tj and felker which are the guys that um, uh, work on all that? They uh, they definitely want me. They're they're hounding me. Hey, let's look at this. Let's look at this. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, it's a it's a budget thing. This year is down. You know, um, attendance isn't down, but like our sales are down a bit. You know, I think you know with the economy and everything, it's a little tougher. And people are you know they're making that that uh tire lasts a little longer, and that you know those yeah. grips last a more race, and you know they want that forty. 
42-2, like, ah, you're going to have to fucking push through that 42-1, buddy. <laughs> you know, <we're> gonna, <laughs> at that point, that point one isn't going to, isn't going to, we don't got the money for that point one today. You're going to have to try a little harder. Yeah, so, we're, you know, I, we're seeing the same. I actually was just looking at that today uh, just to keep track every, every month or so I take a look at it. And I think we're, it's not too, too bad. We're down like 15% over last year, yeah. but last but, year was a really good year. So um, I'm okay right, with, right. with being there uh we're doing pretty well like controlling our costs and and being pretty efficient in here so um you know it's not really too much of a worry right now but definitely something everyone needs to you got to keep your eye on on that sort of stuff yeah for sure you know my my uh team manager services um would be yeah, really you, cheap so you for hire you need a little if, you need uh, to make up that you need to make up that 15 percent. you need me to get in there and uh you know show, uh, show you, these you, guys you, what, what to do you follow enough bmx right now i mean do you even do you even know dude i don't but exactly. i get right back into it though i don't exactly. really you know it's funny like you say that like um oh we well we had a good segue uh we just at the beginning of August now, when we wanted to do the, when I wanted originally wanted to do this podcast, we had uh, our local national here on Cape Cod and uh, we haven't had a, a big race like this in about 10 years. I think, I think it was about 10 years ago that they had the national the last time it was about 130 motos, not crazy turnout, but at the same time um, it was not the greatest time of year for people to come to this part of Massachusetts because um, Cape Cod's like a big vacation destination. So uh, hotels and stuff like that were a little pricey, um, but it was, it was great to see people. There was, there was people that came from all over for the race and, and it was uh, a good time. You know, we were set up there um, showing off stuff that we have unfortunately for me it actually coincided with my son uh, my son had a baseball tournament but oh, it was yeah. actually in the same exact town which was so kind of crazy there. so we That's would really go lucky. to the national like during the day up until about five o'clock and then uh leave and go to this baseball tournament and finish off the night there and then on saturday it was like in and out in and out because he had multiple games um then you know the the race ended up finishing really quickly and i i decided that it wasn't even going to be worth it to be there on sunday so i just tore down saturday night and yeah. uh then had baseball pretty much all day on sunday but um it was good to get out and see everybody they did a awesome job on the track um they really put a lot of work and effort into that program so it was it was good to That's see good. that it was only and, 20 minutes from uh, my house yeah you know, riders, riders, the ridership, you know, the, the people are still at the events. So that's good. You know, like yeah. they're still turning out and they're still, they, you know, they're still racing their kids. So yeah. that's been awesome. And, and what you know, our sports been really resilient to all the ups and downs late, yeah. you know, as of late and kids, at least parents, they're still, they're still racing. You know, there's not everyone's on the phone and that's refreshing, you know, like video games and, and just being little pussies. Um, but it is wild. Like, like you I said, are you even following it? you know like, yeah right right for me like i'm there and i'm seeing all these people and i'm like wow like i i don't know a lot of these people because i'm not on the circuit yeah. like traveling right. week in week out seeing all these people and everything and uh it's you know for the last few years i've really just been going to grands for the most part uh because everything is so far from me you know it's not really worth it to yeah. drive you know 10 to 15 hours away just to yeah, set up yeah. two tents and 
you know, show some stuff off. Sell, sell some gear. Yeah. 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 But, um, but it was good nonetheless. Uh, hopefully we get some more events, uh, close by in the future and, you know, we get to come out more, but you do see, you know, they, they talk about like turnover and BMX, like two to three years, like a new crop of people turn, turn over. Yeah. And I could definitely see that from, it's been about, uh, three or four years of actively being out there or actually more than that now because it's 2023 um yeah it's gone by fast so like like not recognizing people out there and everything is just wild you know um but you know it is what it is yeah yeah for sure but we've gotten i've gotten so much more work done just being you know focusing all of my Whoa. attention here at the shop you know it's just yeah yeah uh, that's a big difference we we get that as well with our like you say when we're working with um even a domestic partners or you know our, our partners overseas engineering and stuff that you know, yeah we disappear you know like literally we're working on a project okay here's this here's this, here's the spec and then say like frames especially stuff and then he's on the road for three weeks and he's trying to address it. And he's like, dude, I don't, I'm on the road. I, you know, I, I need to figure this out. And then like, Hey, yeah, it's been two weeks, you know, like, and we have to tell him like, send it again, send it again, email, keep it at the top of the list. Don't, you're not bothering us. Like, yeah, yeah but man, when do we, I go, just keep fucking sending it. You work for me essentially. So yeah, just keep sending yeah. it. We're gone. We can't address it. Like, so I totally feel you like you're there. You can just knock shit out. Even, Sometimes, oh boy, I got a baby up. Um, <laughs> even sometimes, <laughs> me on vacation, I can get more shit done because I I can sit for a couple hours. So yeah, baby. So so I am on vacation. The baby just screaming, "Where's my daddy?" My mom. Just, <laughs> so, so this is how dedicated. My mom's sleeping on the couch. There's like a you know, it's like a. I mean, we're in Lithuania. It's not expensive, so it's got two room. You know, like a little. It looks like a house inside almost, but it's, it's a, a hotel. But anyway, mom's sleeping on the couch. Me, Vilma, and the baby are in the bedroom. Vilma's was away, so it's just me and the baby. But I had to like shake my mom's mom. Get up! I gotta do my podcast. Show. Okay, okay. The baby oh, your up. mother is there with you too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Goodness. Cool. Yeah. yeah for those who don't know, like Rich is in Lithuania right now. So yeah, yeah. We we kind of went over the beginning. yeah, yeah. We we might we might have kind of skipped. People might have been like, "What the fuck are they talking?" About? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm on vacation in Lithuania for a, like we're in, we come here every year because my wife, uh, the BMX Olympian, Velma Rimshaite, she, uh, her parents are here. So we come every summer, but I always tie in an event, you know, like a world's or uh, some kind of a race. Uh, I've been to a, you know, a European championship. Uh, this year I'm tying in the French race, uh, Syrian. So it's like, I, I won't come over unless I could tie in work. It's just too expensive to come over here. And, Sounds lame. I, you should be tying in an F1 race. Well, yeah, but, you know, that, <laughs> one of these times, but I, if I could stay on a little longer, you know, maybe put a fourth week on that vacation. I, yeah. I, 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 I do plan on doing that someday. I mean, that's yeah. definitely on the list. But, you know, it's funny, so, uh, uh, total side side topic, but I saw something the other day uh, talking about how expensive some F1 races were. And yeah. uh, uh, Austin was like top five and number yeah, was four was Monaco. Just yeah, like a dollar more, it was yeah. kind of wild. And so I was say it's modern, and then then somewhere in Vegas was it Mexico, Miami, Mexico, Miami. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of wild. 
But anyway, yeah, back we'll, to uh, let's, let's get the budget. But we'll go again next year. Like I said, that that being down fifteen to twenty percent, not conducive for going to F one races. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know, me, me and George actually don't live too lavish, and we last year was decent, so we, we splurged and went to a race together. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah like, we had to the ropes last year. So I'm like, honestly, I, I can't afford to go this year. Like, it's not. I can't go waste a couple thousand bucks, and that's conservative. Um, you know, on a race right now, it just can't be done. But anyways. Um, so I had to get my mom back to the one little, I had to get my mom out of here, go put her in bed with my kid and then, you know, get fired up here. And, you know, I got up at 4 45 AM our time to do this podcast. So, yeah. um, back to topic. Uh, and I am at. recording at midnight here yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, on the verge up. of a tropical storm. That's about to hit. We're supposed to have like 60 mile an hour winds tomorrow. So the fans, well, they, they got to have it. Dude. We got to feed the fans. Yeah. That's what we're doing. So uh, other BMX news, you were down in SoCal doing a big plate run, which you typically uh, do every single year. Yeah, uh, for yeah. those who don't know, Tangent Supplies, USA BMX with all of the regional, all of the state, all of the gold cup, all every plastic plate pretty much. National made, right? NAG district. Yeah. It's like 20, 000, almost 20,000 number plates for awards in that, which, you know, sometimes you think it gets it's a bit carried away, but... It's also a retention tool, um, you know, to award kids. And I, it's one of those double-edged swords. Like I kind of disagree with it, but then I kind of agree with it. You yeah. know, this is a hard sport. Um, so I think, you know, to keep kids interested and, you know, kid just broke his wrist and they're out, but it's like, oh man, I'm almost state two. You know, that's a, yeah. a good driver. That's a big they, deal. You know, they, yeah. they expanded to state 20 and then the Gold Cup is three regions and it's six regions. And they just keep adding, but um but from their standpoint and the retention and that kind of thing, I think it's, it's okay. But, um, and it's cool to have been able to supply those guys for, um, since like 1999, I've been the awards, uh, the sole awards plate for, uh, for USA BMX. So that's kind of cool. Now, did yeah, you, so- uh, did you, um, schedule that at the same time as that, uh, tangent team SoCal, uh, uh like trip? I, I, I wanted to try to, but it didn't work out that. So I mean, just a brief story of how insane this run was. Uh, I was going to do that when I was down there, but material wasn't available in California. So, uh, and I, and we had the 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 artwork done, which is usually late. Had it all done on time, and then it's like ten grand of material just to get get it fired, just to get the plastic to the place, you know, for this 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 portion of the run. It's more than that for the whole year, and I, uh, we were like, okay, wait, I got to get some money on the credit card, and then something happened. I think we left, you know, I was gone, so it kind of went out of sight, out of mind. And I get back, I'm like, oh shit, it's like, oh, we got it in Pennsylvania, so. It's like let's get it there, you know, and, that, and that's the twelve foot by eight, four by twelve sheets. They get it shipped over. Like, okay, let's get it shipped to California. I'm gonna have to go, you know, I schedule getting down there. So, schedule my trip with around the um, around the uh, the tour, but the material wasn't ready. And then mm-hmm. that's usually, they're usually pretty good. You know, it's like here's your cut date. You know, same with like aluminum. Your cut dates this, delivery dates that. They were a week late, so I missed. I wasn't able to stay down there on that trip. But then I went to a wedding uh, a week or two later for Matt Falk. And then they say, hey, the material is going to be ready. And and like there was a race, the, the state's race started the next weekend. So I had basically five or six days to get this rolling. And just one state, so it wasn't much. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, canceled my flight, sent my wife home. Like she flew home by herself. I stayed in SoCal, rented a truck and started started my hustle you know, getting material back and forth. And, um, uh, we got, we got there, started to print and it was 105 in Redlands that, that week. And I mean, the shop was like over 90. So we have, I was having all kinds of issues with ink cause I can print myself on a flatbed or I can, um, 
the the guy that runs the shop they have a giant sakurai which if you follow my story sometimes i put it on there it's just a giant automated it's automated start to finish uh, but that week when i got there because it got pushed it was his vacation so he couldn't do the automated press and just for reference the automated prints about 1300 passes an hour manually like so it's manual labor i with a semi-automatic press i can do 300 prints an hour and it's mm -hmm. manual it's, it's fucking effort so i'm like sitting there staring at the big machine trying to run this manual it's not being i'm having all kinds of issues i was there for two and a half days and i'm just taking all the material to the place that normally cuts it i had them print the job because they can print and cut all at once they turned it over in like 48 hours and we got enough plates out to the for the next couple of weeks racing um so i mean a week in la socal whatever um a week in socal just burn out tired de demoted you know and flew home and not the job's not done like it's i got a couple of weeks worth done but rob said hey dude, you know when i get back on vacation we can knock it out like first thing so so when you get back from this vacation you got to go do that again it's already all done now it's oh, already okay, all done. Right. This is, you know, a month ago, give it to six weeks ago. So I flew back, met with, you know, stayed over at the Scranton's house, spent another week in SoCal, printed with Rob, got everything done. It got, it's got, the plates got cut into different batches. So they're getting some this week, some last week, Canada, nag, Canada, this, and it's not even shit, dude. It's, that's not even part of the, the, the main story. When, when they got, when the stuff got pushed a week late, I drove, so I drove back down the second time I didn't fly. It was right in that like hurricane thing they had. <laughs> so I dropped this giant puddle and a, one of the giant um, harness, wire, wiring harnesses got ripped out of my, my transmission. So I'm like <laughs> driving <laughs> at 55 miles an hour for the last two hours of my trip. And uh, I get to Casey's house and it won't move. It's just like stuck in the street. So we're Googling and YouTube and all this shit. And we figured out how to pull the brake and got it parked on the side of the street. We're underneath it and this big giant harness hanging down. Got that fixed. Um, and, oh, and the reason I didn't drive because the flight was canceled. So I, I'm getting ready to fly back. Casey's gonna pick me up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna borrow a truck. No big deal. Hurricane flight was canceled. I'm like, fuck, I gotta go no matter what. So I get in my truck, drive my ass down there. So I go from a two hour trip to an eight hour drive. Dude, it was just a nightmare. Every, every single thing that could go weird was weird. I did the film so the films where you burn your screens on to make the, the the image for the print i screwed up one of the films put usa bmx on a canada plate so i'm like splicing shit together <laughs> but I said, hey i'm ready to print because when, when he prints like i can't waste his time like he's everything's gotta be ready to go bang 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 you know yeah because yeah. it's for him for free it's not he doesn't charge me but i can't fuck around and be like yeah dude you know waste his day you know what I mean? so he's like dude so i'm like cutting films like burn all these ones and then i'm gonna cut this one apart and make this one but so there's all this but I mean, but it's a total. It's it's fine. It works. But you know, it's like it's like old school. You're cutting pieces of film, taping them all together, burning your screen. So, just every single thing that could go wrong on that trip went wrong. But you know, just perseverance. And I, I I've been working with the same people for twenty years. So I'm like calling on. I'm three days out. I need to schedule your your punch press for Wednesday at eight a.m. when I'm there. Like so clearly, it's like okay, yeah, we'll have it ready. So yeah, I've been dealing with the same people forever. So they let, are these just people like, you end up finding a long time ago, or were they former BMXers? Or well, these are just uh, reference people. Like, hey, I use this cutter, or I use this printer. You know, people like that. Um, I the, the print shop is a BMX, my BMX buddy. Uh, okay. The print shop. The cool thing they make. Um, if you ever those in Walmart, those little license plates that have your name. Say, so, you know, you the stickers you put your name on. Oh, so yeah, they print. Yeah. They print those. Like that's the the place that I print our number plates are in the. 
the, they print those little state plates in every state and every Walmart in America. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's like, oh, that's where I print my shit. <laughs> and it, or, it's, or they print it for me, whatever. But yeah, yeah I got it all yeah. done. And then it's just panicking out the USA BMX guys because, you know, like, you got to have those awards. And like, dude, this week, so I'm, I'm like shipping something direct. Like, I, I stayed in, in SoCal a couple extra days. Like, I'm punching them out of the cut, you know, the, the main sheet i'm shipping them to this state this state and then this this batch goes to usa bmx and yeah god man, it, it was a nightmare it was it was like rich you got to get this done because nobody else yeah. wants to do this <laughs> no no it's, it was i mean and i've never i'm like then in canada we had to get stuff to canada was that like, canada's this week i'm like oh shit this you know a couple weeks ago so we're like calling like Okay, we got a team down in Canada. Do you have a USA shipping? Because getting shit into Canada, I wouldn't have made oh, yeah, it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's brutal. So yeah, I'll go down. So, I mean, we used every resource possible, yeah. and everyone, everyone got all their plates. And it was, I, mean, I apologize to USA BMX. I'm sorry, guys. It just nothing fell right, you know, between the plastic. I've never in 20 years not had plastic in California. It might be in Sacramento versus SoCal or wherever. I have to ship a day or two, but a two week yeah. ship, yeah. and then a week late cutting, like. I mean, it just fucked me all up. So, yeah, yeah. so that was a fun, fun stuff that, you know, no one knows we deal with. They just get these fancy plates and all the effort and fucked up stuff. I mean, I probably had to trash 500 sheets of material that I printed that just weren't, weren't up to par for me. And so, I mean, that's a thousand number plates just threw in the garbage because they just didn't look good enough. And yeah, uh, and then I just got the bill for this because when they print, yeah, I got to pay full pop. You know, like when I print, it's I, it's my my labor. I can value my labor at zero dollars or at you know hundred dollars an hour, or whatever. So this is labor at, at zero dollars. But when they, they had to print that first half, they printed the first you know five thousand units. So I just got the bill. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. But you know, they, we got it done for the fans. It's all for the fans, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was kind of a fun story. Kind of bounced it around. So people like, well, I don't understand. But, yeah, the thing well, it's good do. for people to to you know they get these plates and then it's like oh what's the history going on with it and you yeah. know so that was just a plate I mean they earned it and it's awesome but man the the shit that goes on behind I mean sometimes it's perfectly smooth but this one was two weeks of hell and and all the time in between stressing on if it's going to happen and there, there's even a box lost there's one box that probably has two or three hundred plates in it that's gone that are one of the first shipments and. I, I now we're debating. They're like figuring out the last couple of states if I've got to have the other place print more because obviously not going to go down there and print a few hundred plates. But we're right on the cusp of not having enough, so that's super awesome too. Yeah. Like thought we're out of the woods, and then there's a box that's it went it went black hole. Like we've got to file a yeah. claim for it. Yeah. It's like, dude, this stuff isn't easily replaceable, man. No, and, and you know we ship a lot of stuff, and not a lot gets lost. But of course, it's something that is almost irreplaceable. You know, yeah, it's not just yeah. some uh, some bike parts. We can just ship another set. <laughs> I've been reading, so, yeah. uh, I just got uh, the Elon Musk autobiography. And one of the things coming from that is like one of the things that he kind of harps on all the time is uh, prototypes are easy. Production is hard. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> prototyping nowadays, especially you just fucking 3D print that shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, looks good. And then make it out of metal one. Yeah. Yeah, prototyping Z because I mean, it doesn't even matter. It's like, oh, yeah, that little tweak, we'll get that out in production. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. No, we'll look that up. It's like prototype, yeah, that's fucking great. And then, yeah. oh, getting that little thing out is to make five, that's going to be a little harder than we thought and some different tooling. Well, this this transitions perfectly to my, uh, I was just going to say, like, to some of those stuff that I've been doing. So for our business section, talking about things that we've been working on, um, I, 
uh, have been working for a long time now on a new stem design for we have a stem that is extremely light and small. It's called a Renin Ultralight. Um, but when you look at it, it's really like a real little kid stem. And, and a lot of kids that are older or heavier, like they basically can't run it. Um, but we came out with this stem. It's top load stem. Um, really like perfect for any kid in that kind of size class and weight class. But um, kind of really put a lot of work into the design of it and also the production of it. And in, in getting to production is hard and prototypes are easy. I've made a bunch of these prototypes wise, one or two at a time, like zero issues, everything works great. But the idea with the stem, because there's so much machining involved, um, there's like these really, really fine surface details and these hatch patterns. And when you look at it in the light, it like shimmers and has a, hexagonal pattern in in the stem itself um it's really really cool um yeah what yeah uh, one in there i do uh give me one second so this isn't gonna yes. translate well with no video but uh just so yeah, you yeah, can, see it, like, I can see it yeah. like oh, that shit. that's the stem right there right but right. what i'm gonna right. show you that it you can really like see it i think yeah. is yeah I said, so it really does look like a tandem stem. Totally, yeah, totally right. That's, that's actually really <laughs> Shut up. No, it doesn't. Do you see the pattern on the bottom? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That honeycomb. Yeah, thing. yeah. So that's a surface machining that so, is how, to well, just yeah, how, how do that? So that's all uh, basically little uh, hexagonal. We have the hive crank line, which the backside of right. the honeycomb. So it's kind of yeah. going along the same lines there. But basically, it's these hexagonal patterns, and we just go when we surface machine. Let me um, see that again while you're talking. Let me watch that. When, when we surface no, the machine. One, the, finish, the finished one. The finished one. I was showing Sorry, you this I, one I, because I, of the, you could see oh, the actual yeah. pattern on it. Yeah. So when we're machining it, we're actually changing the direction of the machining passes to give it a contrast in the light. Oh, okay. Kind of like when you mow the lawn. Oh, yes cool. exactly yeah yeah so <laughs> you get those patterns and like it, we we do it on the on the top clamps here on the top surface of the stem there and then on the entire bottom side of the stem so it, it just gives it like a, a a cool little look plus it also like the backstory on this is uh i was excited making the initial prototype put one on my son's bike showing my kids trying to get them like excited about the stuff yeah. that like we're doing and everything my fucking daughter says to me, hey, uh, can you name this uh, this one after me? And I'm like, no what? Way. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, what? And she's like, well, <laughs> you named a, you named a part after race because we have right. race light gear. Race right? light. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I didn't know that was after him, though. Her name is Tessa. It's... So I'm like, well, race used to race. And like when that when that gear came out, it was 10 years ago and he was racing. And she's like, yeah, so he doesn't race. She says literally, so he doesn't race now. And oh, I'm like, awesome. awesome. So I said, listen, if we can figure out something that has your name kind of built into it, that makes yeah, sense. I'm reading, I'm reading it right now on our notes. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like if, if we can Continue. figure something out that kind of makes sense, like Definitely. we'll do that. Okay. So we start her and I start like, uh, like searching technical words that have like tests in it. Right. Right. And uh, we came up, we, we found this word tessellate, which is a geometric pattern that repeats itself 
Right. So now you're into the tangent realm of naming stuff. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. I'm stoked. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's a really cool name. But I, I literally like, like in order to produce that pattern, I had to think about how to make this on the surface of, the, uh, of the, uh, of the stem. And right. remember I told you, I went down to, uh, NASCAR. the NASCAR, the Stuart Haas racing. This yeah. was one of the things that they talked about in that seminar. One of the guys yeah. there who was like super high end machinist was like, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff you do in machining, like it's kind of boring sometimes. So if you have the machine time available, who cares how long something takes? Just do this sort of thing where you can break up how you're machining something to change how the light refracts. And you can make this like beautiful surface on a part that you make. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there in the audience and I'm like, yeah, that's great. But you know, like if shit takes a super long time, then it's right. more expensive to make. And granted, right. like that is true. It, it, it does hold. But, but when you own your own shit, <laughs> when you own your own shit, but also on top of that, the way that I decided to design the stem was we're utilizing the new DT2 that we bought and everything is palletized. So we're putting eight of these on a pallet at the same time. And I have three pallets in the machine taking care of doing our step one side, our step two side, our step three side. And then we have another pallet for clamps. So my intention with this is at the end of a normal shift, we'll have pallets loaded up with parts. You throw them in the machine, turn it on, like hit go and walk away. And yeah, then it exactly. starts processing stems all night long. And in the yeah, morning yeah. when we come in, we have eight finished stems. And then yeah. I don't care how long they take at that point. Yeah, when you own your own stuff. But like doing this pattern, you know, all the intricacies of everything that we're doing here, each one of these has about two hours of machining in it. Oh, shit. Not, not just not not just this one piece, but all the pieces here because all the still two hours is huge. I mean, we, it takes us 20 minutes to make a mini stem. Yeah. You know I mean? So like we're making like the body takes a long time. The clamps take a long time. We're making the titanium screws. We're making the side so, clamp. Like we're making everything. Have you decided on a retail for it yet? Yeah, it's going to be about $95. Uh, that's, that. Yeah, I, I think that's I mean, ours are fair. Seven, ours are 70 ah, I mean, That's totally fair. Yeah, it's a and, beautiful and these are with, uh, with full Thai hardware also. Oh, so yeah. I, mean, I, I would, I mean, you could probably push that into the 120, 129 range if you really wanted to. I mean, just, yeah, I think that's where we're going to be at for right now. You know? When you put something out that's that much quality and you're, you know, what's machine time in the real world? A hundred bucks an hour. You're yeah. $200 yeah. just, just in machine time. You have $200. That's yes. not an anodized parts. Yeah. You know, R&D that you might put in a two to 5%, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're at like a $220 stem really. So, yeah. Yeah. At the end uh, of the day, yes, I agree with you, but also the way that I'm making like, these things, we're batch making yeah. them, making them overnight. Totally. There's like nobody yeah. watching them that, well, I should say that is the goal. So again, <laughs> production is hard. Prototypes right. are easy. I yeah, do things all the time. You know, I, I you get, come out and there's three tools broken because they, you know, one didn't didn't do your tap, you didn't do your hole, then your chamfer mill went in, your tap went in, they're all just busted back. Well, back, 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 the back, funny back, thing back. is that that new machine that I bought with the tool setter on it, like I can do tool tool break detection. Everything's programmed in, so it oh, actually okay. will stop if that happens. Yeah. But yeah. one thing that I learned the other night that it won't stop on 
is when your coolant line gets clogged oh. and it thinks it's pumping coolant, but you just started right, right. machining a whole stem with zero coolant. Just and melting bits. So I did a run the other day of eight and, and, and the run took about 10 hours to do this one pallet of, of eight uh, stem bodies, like one side only. Um, and I watched probably the first uh, five, I think. And then it got like, it was like the afternoon. It was like maybe five, six o'clock. I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to go inside. I'm going to go watch some TV, come back out. I'll check out what's going on. Of course, the second I go inside, the fucking coolant stops in the machine somehow. Doesn't shut the machine down. (laughs) I come in and literally it's a pile of chips. One of the tools has melted aluminum all around it. It, it didn't, fail the tool break detection like nothing failed and it kept on working and i'm like what the hell is going on so then i just had to sit back and like say okay this was obviously a a failure point like how do i avoid this moving on in the future and we have some ideas of uh things that we got to look at before like i didn't even think about just unscrewing my my main basically the main uh garden hose line that comes out of the coolant pump uh-huh. It was like the very end of that before it goes into your filter. It was just, it was like a quarter inch hole fully plugged up with chips. Oh, and that, and that was the, that was the failure point. And do, um, you, do you use like, a, I know um, when I went to bon, the tour of Von Sothen shops, they had a, and then I've seen some other shops and then we kind of made a jerry rigged one with the, the paint mesh net, you know, it goes over the buckets when you pour paint in. We yeah, 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 yeah. That, so that, I mean, we've been okay. And we haven't had any problems on the new machine. We, on the old machine, we just let it chip away. Like it's never had a big problem, but the, there's a lot different type of chip in the other machine because of the cranks and stems and all that shit. So yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem stuff. too, is that we get a lot of really fine yeah. because we're doing it's a lot like, of uh, 20,000 RPM machining. So we, yeah, we yeah. generate like really, really small. Um, yeah. Like but, secondary secondary catch yeah but but at the end of the day uh i was thinking about it and i've been checking it you know i ran the machine for like nine months or so or eight months without ever looking at that coolant hose because i never thought okay. about it N- nothing ever happened yeah, yeah. so yeah. now if like if we're going to be you know doing like a big long run it doesn't it, it takes two seconds to just take it off blow it out put yeah, it back yeah, on sure you're good to go, yeah. just make sure it's good to go make sure you're topped up on coolant make sure your coolant concentration's good like all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff and yeah. then and then try going forward although that being said i i have i still haven't done an overnight run with this project right, um, right. but we have gotten all of the programming and all of the code locked down like everything's good now yeah. um this stem it's a little different because no one's ever really made something as big as we're making we have from big being the millimeters yes i was just gonna say the uh we're going you know, up to 60 spec, with it. Uh, you know, read off your spec here you've got you're going from 30 to 60 millimeters 2.5 increments yep lightest and, stem in its class at 92 grams of the 30 and 145 that's that's legit it's a, it's a really nice stem i can uh, props yep. to you it's a, it's a good job man and and I, I took all of the programs just so I could have a talking point on this and like added up everything. And there is yeah. 360,000 lines down that to our machining, 360,000, which is wild. Like that wouldn't even fit in our old VF2s, would it? I mean, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. It wouldn't even like you can't even do that. Like that's too many lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, you know, eventually, awesome. eventually, the goal with this is, like I said, like like the operator can during the day when he has downtime, load up these pallets with fresh stock that are ready to go at night, yeah. plop them in. The nice thing is all of the programming is super modular. It doesn't matter where I put my parts, so long as I tell the code where things are getting machined. So like location one could be a 60 millimeter location yeah. two could be a 30 millimeter. And then I can, I can, I can move all that around. It's very dynamic. Um, so I'm pretty, you know, I've been spending a lot of time looking at, at coding this and making it robust. And I think we're at the point where we're, we're pretty much ready to go with starting yeah, to give, do give stock ups. Yeah. And let it rip. Although I still haven't gotten the website ready for it, but uh, I'm going to be doing that now that we're talking about it here on the podcast. I'm going to be doing that and getting all that ready. 30 people are going to be fucking ready to go. Listen, 30 people listen to our cast. We're ready to bang on that website. We have had people just because I posted it uh, before the national, we've been having people asking if things are ready yet. And they're like anticipating it. You know, that's, that's the one thing about, you're excited, so you want to show the world. Then you yeah, just, you know, that's why we. I mean, we didn't release our presale. I guess that's a good thing. Uh, next transition, the presale. Yeah. So we've never done a presale. Um, it's just, it's hard, and it's we don't. We want to guarantee what's going on, and you know, the, it's sometimes the, the frame, the frame production is our hardest thing to keep on the timeline because there's so many moving pieces and it goes to so many different factories you know it's not just top to bottom manufacturing that you know the tubing's made in x place and then the dropouts and the cnc's made in x place and has to come together at the at the the at the welders and sometimes a tubing is pre-polished for you know, the polish frames, every tube gets polished separately before it's yeah. welded. Yeah. It gets a rough polish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That might be in another place because you know, BMX shops are small. Like uh, there's plenty of top down or whatever uh, places, but not, you know, when you're only building, you know, 500 to a thousand frames, we're, we're at the small end of the, of the, the spectrum there. So we're at like a lot smaller shops. I mean, they're high quality, they're great shops, but they're, they won't, they're the shops that can't, you know, do a 5,000 order run, you know, but that, they don't specialize in all the pieces. So then it goes to paint and then, you know, the graphics are getting built somewhere else and they get assembled somewhere else. And some places, some paint factories box and assemble or, you know, box right there. Some just stack them in cages and they, they go down the street to places just boxes. So there's so many little places for delay and people, you know, always you know, busting our balls. Like we don't know what we're doing, but it's, it's hard. They don't understand, you know, that it's like, Oh, you know, got balled up here or the cartons didn't get finished or, you know, this didn't happen or the graphics. And there's so many little things that get delayed. And a lot of times you get out of that loop, you know, you got to wait. It's like, Oh, you know, your, your boxes were late by a week. So we didn't sit idle for a week. We put another job in front of you and that job was two weeks and then they'll put me back in, you know, but I might've lost one week where it would have been one week. I lost two weeks because they were on another job. That job wasn't yeah. done. Yeah. So because there's so many hands involved that it's easy to get backed up. And that's why we've never done pre-sales or anything like that. And we've never done even letting uh, other distributors piggyback our orders. Uh, like I was saying before with the, with the romaine thing, but uh, this year we're like, okay, let's do pre-sale because people are just banging and banging the bike of the year stuff. And now the world's like, where's, you know, we need frame, we need frame. So we decided to launch a pre-sale and I waited until, you know, they're, 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 should be like two weeks out from right now, but yeah, I on our pre-sale. It's like give me you know four to six weeks because people don't know like that shit can go. It, it's the ETD is 
two weeks, but it could sit out in the, the extra time delivery or, you know, arrival can be like, it's arrived at the port, but now it's sitting out there for a week before it gets offloaded. And then some union uh, guy that, and then if yeah, there's a strike or something. <laughs> and that's, that's worst case, but it can sit there in just normal day, you know, normal times to say it's a little backed up right now. Yeah. And then, or, you know, it might have to go because, well, this, this was our own container, but sometimes when you're in a lesson an LTL, like, so it's like other mixed orders, like our stuff, someone else's stuff, fucking bananas come, whatever, you know, it might get x-rayed. So it goes through customs if it's multiple vendors. Um, it, it might get x-rayed and the x-ray can take up another two weeks. It'll sit there. It's got to go sit in customs. Got to go through x-ray, x-rays analyzed, and then it gets released. So it can be, three weeks after the ET, ETA that's yeah. out of our hands. Yeah. So now it's only two weeks from the ETA. Uh, I, I put the thing like five to six weeks, you know, don't, don't call us and bother us because it's not going to yeah. speed the process yeah. up, but we did a presale. So we've, we've did started a presale yesterday. Um, did an email campaign, did the Instagram campaign. They're, they're starting to sell the teams, are, you know, some of the teams are getting excited. Uh, JNR is also going to have them. Gordy's uh, dance comp, so they're getting ready to start their their pre sales. So everybody's you know really excited about it. So, yeah, so yeah it's good. Yeah. We've never done a pre sale just because of that reason, but um, this year the demand is so high that so yeah, let's give it a go. You know, like um, see what happens, and then keeping track of it, you got to be really careful. You know, like, we have a limited number of stuff. It's like you, everything's got to be perfect, yeah. and we're on the website, and that's where our master inventory. Is. But you know, there's oh, a guy comes by the shop and grabs one off the shelf. You know that hasn't happened yet but the inventory can get mixed up really easy yeah um, yeah i mean we're not super skewed out with everything and then just a small company so much shit happens oh no i just grabbed one and i hadn't put it in the computer yet and you know i was going to and then i forgot because i left to tulsa for a week you know for a race so you know, yeah we're gonna be stuck yeah. one. we just never wanted to deal with that but this time we did do it so if you're listening and you've been waiting or interested i'd get on because we're some of the sizes and colors because some some stuff like pink junior we might have made three you know what i mean we yeah. make there's not a hundred of each of them so question uh, i had uh looking at the pictures of it are the closed dropout disc frames that's new for you right um it's new last year new oh you did that have it last year so this is the third run of that model oh okay yeah. okay that and closed the, dropout with yeah. the integrated disc and the yeah, chain tensioner and everything third run so you're okay you're two years almost so okay we've had that for a while and we're actually i mean we've been kind of putting it off putting it off and i hate to say it before bringing a, a run out but there's not that many people listen so you know what else talk about it um we are we're, we are developing now because it took a little while for the mini like the minis to catch on because i mean there's weight issues and balance issues with disc but everything's moving you know full disc and we knew it would so our next run we're actually developing right now work with the engineer on on uh making that sizing that down for our smaller bikes so it'll be disc only as well um 2024 so that's still a ways away but uh, yeah we are that is one like you're asking you know on our on our hit list you know what's in development and that's uh one thing we are developing we're just going to make some of those changes to the small bikes finally we just didn't want to we didn't want to rush into it um yeah a lot of dads you know we, we talk to people and some dads are still anti but the percentage is starting to finally shift to where we can you know risk you know uh go ahead and, and do it full full disc only where the big it's amazing bikes, how many people want to have problems yeah 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 well <laughs> I mean, it costs a little extra and people don't quite understand but the, the integration of the system of ours that's what costs more it's not we're not yeah. making any extra money it's like the all those cnc parts all those little trinkets yeah. all that shit integrated where your bike doesn't fall apart i mean it's a beautiful system i'd say it's one of the best systems on the market um arguably um 
So you're paying a little extra. And then same with the minis too. The minis are going to go up, you know, a hundred bucks because we're going to R&D all that shit. And then it's more CNC parts and it's all those pieces and, you know, it's engineered and it's, it's really nice stuff. So, um, but we are, we are going to go ahead and do that next time. But I mean, don't, don't wait for it. It's, it's going to be, you know, middle end of 2024, but uh, we will, we will be all full disc. So. And yeah, our bikes, it's not, it's not a problem. It's they, they're hundred percent. I mean, they're two years old now and we've had not one issue with it. Yeah. Not one. The only thing we did have an issue, uh, people are over tightening the slider for the disc and it's literally just a set. Like, you know, you can, you can just give it a little pop. Like and people are torquing it down. Like it's a fucking, it's a tip. It's like a, like it's the, uh, chain tension and it's not, and they're just chewing up the aluminum. But we yeah. just, uh, with one of our other buddies that does some machining or sets up our machine, he, um, use this outfit and we cut these little spacers out of uh out of stainless that work out and work great and we'll get a manufacturer over there but for here i mean i think they might cost a dollar or something so we'll offer those here pretty quick we'll get them online We're, we've just been getting the, the dimension right because it's this laser cut so it's like it's off so easy to be off 0.5 millimeters okay like moving yeah. it 0.5 and getting it just perfect so it slides right and that's um that's done it's all you guys that have been chewing up your frames um over tightening stuff we uh we've got the solution for that this year uh we'll have those available on the website here in you know, a few weeks and then uh probably by the time this run comes so it can bring me a little add-on for a couple bucks to save your frame so um yeah than that i think uh, uh get on there don't don't wait if you're if you've been thinking about buying one man get on there because they're not they're not going to be uh not going to be around long but saving grace, we do have another run in the works. Is that paint now? Uh, another full different. No, like we don't even. No, we haven't even told anybody. But we ordered two batches at the same time because financially it's hard to get that many. But we have another like three hundred or four hundred frames coming behind this run that'll be available in the beginning of the year. So That's if you do miss it, there's there's saving grace. But after that, it's going to be end of twenty twenty four before another frame batch gets done. You know, especially yeah. with the new development. So yeah, that, that uh, closed dropout. I don't know if I. I just probably never saw a photo of it, but the way you laid it out recently and I was taking a look at it, it looked really nice. That, that yeah, assembly yeah, that you have on the drop. Yeah. Yeah. TJ, uh, we, we've done that and you know, talking about just how things are made. That was just napkin drawings and, and thoughts yeah. and looking yeah. at a lot of stuff. And TJ is really good with that stuff. And he, uh, he was like, this is what I want to do. I think he, I, I not hundred percent sure, but he might've worked like worked with Monsothan on some advice on that one. Maybe I know, He's working on the junior one with him and our our engineer in Taiwan, but uh, you know, on Southern has really cool concepts. But I can't remember if the, if they work together on that. But yeah, I mean, it's dialed. And then we went back and forth a lot. We changed a lot, three D printing and and you know, getting that all aligned in and, and built onto the bike. It's it's a lot of work. People just yeah, you, know, you, just, you just get a bike. You know, it's like oh, or a frame. It's oh man, this frame's awesome. There's a lot of shit that went into that. You know, there's shit that was wrong in the first the first trials. You know, that you got to correct. And, and it's like okay, cool, that's wrong. Let's okay. Four months later, you know, we we order like 10 extra tube sets because those tube sets, some of them might come from China, depending on what tube it is. Um, so, and, and they don't stock, they don't stock stuff. Like say, Hey, I just need, you know, two of those tubes, you know, they, they don't have this big inventory. It's like, we don't have two tubes. Like, what do you mean? You don't have like, we have none, none. So you don't have like a little room with like a few, like, nope, nothing. So if you want one, they've got to put the fucking, put the giant hydroform uh, molds in and make you a tube. So we order, extra tube sets per run. It's like this one, we order 10 blank tube sets and they're just sitting there in a box, just all the parts to make a bike. So we can change geometry, do different samples and in a lot more, you know, timely fashion, but still take three, four months, you know, to get it in line. Um, yeah. 
some some places have a sample area, but then sometimes if they're super busy, that sample sampling area turns into production area, and they're like, "Well, you're gonna have to wait." So, yeah, it's just fun, cool stuff that no one knows. Yeah, just a lot of effort. Uh, like it's amazing how much effort people have been putting in recently to uh, make a brake system work in BMX that like we don't use the brakes really. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was, I was completely fine with V brakes. I mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was one of those like we even pushed one run extra on the V brakes, and then we're like, dude, we can't push this anymore. Because yeah, yeah, I mean, we're working with because we, you know, obviously we have our Tangent Pro Shop and we work on bikes a lot, and just deal with all that janky shit falling out. And then you, oh, you, know, you man, you got some of the bikes that have the spacer system, and then you put the chain or the uh, disc brake adapter and chain tensioner system. I mean, it's just so much crap falling out when you try to change a fucking tube. Yeah, Ours is nothing. Cool nothing comes out you slide your slide your through bolt or your 10 mils out and everything stays there yeah that's the way to do it but the whole system has to get designed at the same time yeah yeah you know and like all these retrofits i i've done a few retrofits for people and uh and it just always seems like we're kludging things all the time you know because you're trying to make something work that wasn't designed for it really at the end of the day so um on that note our first frames they had a a pocket in the dropout just you know weight didn't need to be there but the discs were ripping the the, the, the back end so here's your yeah this they're just ripping the top yeah ripping the top part of the dropout off and they're like dude did you need a new bike I'm like dude that's not spec for disc i'm sorry like <laughs> you put a, a not product that's not supposed to be on that bike like there's v-brakes on that bike i'm we can't warranty a frame because you want a disc and then we had to start huh? putting out what do you mean guys yeah what do you mean, mean? Like, that's what do you mean? It can't handle, it can't handle that. I bought, I bought this frame on Marketplace, bro. Well, you don't, you yeah, don't, right. you don't stand up yeah. behind your product. This bullshit. We absolutely do. The discs look people. cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta stop. I gotta, I gotta stop. stop. I gotta stop now. I need yeah, maximum even, stopping even, power to win BMX. Oh, even though we we started with the 140 disc because yeah, nice, yeah. it's easy. But then, like the trend during the this you know, year, smaller and smaller. Yeah, we had to change that whole rear end. It's like has different shapes, and you have to retest. We had to shift some shit around. Then we had to resample it. I'm like, oh my god, dude. And then like the, the whole Chase going, we're going to 100. I'm like, fuck you, I'm not going to 100. You beat the me. whole Don't. disc break phenomenon and stuff phenomenon. can be summarized by that meme of the guy who says i don't want peace i want problems <laughs> yeah right, right yeah like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna say it again there's no problems with art is done tried true and it's the world champion it's the frame of the current world champion so there you go we got, we got that now go get your stuff at tangent pro shop yeah so, um so yeah what else we got uh, going on I'd say we've chatted a lot we could probably skip anything else by uh, bmx related yeah, BMX cast. business were pretty good. I think we can get yeah, to the F1. Move into F1. I mean, we could probably go up an hour for F1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could with everything that's happened. But Let's, man, uh, just Red Bull dominance. Red Bull dominance. This is this is my era. Yes, it is. Like nobody, and you're and you're, and you're glowing right now. You guys can't see him. <laughs> you can probably feel it in his voice, the glow and the. He's tone. just so. His smile is so dominant. big right now. <laughs> so dominant. And it's so refreshing that it's so he's, refreshing. He's like calm. He's you know he's racing and and he's just like, hey, do you guys need me to do something? You know, I I can like check on different parts of the track for you if you need a weather report. Like I'm so far ahead. Like it's not a problem, yeah. guys. All, all the videos <laughs> like he's flipping through what Netflix to watch and 
just yeah. did you did you watch that one where he's he's in the office chair scootering around like did you see that one <laughs> i mean just the, the memes and the stories and the the reels yeah and, and, and I, 10 I, races in a I, row though it's i mean we're literally yeah, watching f1 history like there yeah. were people in the 90s with uh michael schumacher that witnessed history um yeah. you know then you could talk about like lewis hamilton and his time period but uh you know uh I, I i i love seeing this happening right now and i love seeing it happen with lewis currently having to watch all this happen so right. you know a lot of these guys went out on top yeah and uh you're watching someone who's feels like something got stolen from him and then right. he's just trying to cling chase, and it's just not it. happening and yeah. you know it's just great it's just great to see the breakdown. <laughs> so, so savage. Uh, just really quick, did you were you able to watch practice today? I didn't get to. I did. Yeah. How, how so, was, was, any, was anybody quick? Um, apparently, Ferrari is is doing good. Really? Yeah. So uh, there's something going on with uh, Red Bull and their setup, and they're a little concerned. Like I think Checo was seventh and Max was eighth in in practice too, but okay. you know. As a we'll day, say, yeah, another day that changes a ton overnight they change so much shit. there's fucking massive lizards crawling onto the track so in montreal you had groundhogs like huge families right. of groundhogs and at singapore, this race right? huh? singapore? Singapore? singapore yeah cool. there are massive i don't think that there are iguanas they're almost look like uh like kimono dragons right like right. like they're huge and uh at one point max says uh i think this is godzilla's son out on the track right now <laughs> there was literally yeah, they like smoke one of those they can fuck shit up oh like these things are big enough to where they're gonna mess something up for sure if somebody hits one but um yeah so this weekend they're in singapore um Red Bull has won every single race this season so far. They're on their way to possibly having a perfect season, which has never been done before. Um, Max has 10 races. There's eight races left. Okay. Max has 10 race wins in a row. Checo Perez has the other race wins. And um, this weekend, uh, Red Bull, if things align correctly, Red Bull could possibly win the Constructors' Championship. Um, but they, there was no mention that Max can win the driver's championship this weekend. So, uh, that will be coming, I guess, in Japan. How can or, not? I mean, it's not even, I mean, yeah, within the next couple of races, it's just mathematically, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I think, I think Checo is like 135 points behind or something like that. And, uh, Japan would be good for Honda. Cause since our, this is their last little hurrah with Honda, I guess. Huh? Cause there's, yeah, there's still Honda yeah, right sure. now, right? Yeah, they are Honda right now. Yeah, well, I think they're Honda up until 2026. That's when officially the Red Ford, Bull, Red Bull, and motor engine and Ford. Yeah, yeah, but who knows if Ford's going to be around at that point? But <laughs> <laughs> and then Andretti, there's I, I've you know th those you don't know if they're true or not, but they're saying like it's looking more like he's going to be on the grid in 26 or something like that. Who? Andretti Motorsports Cadillac? Is that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. That, so, that deal or? It seems like it's going through. Yeah. Yeah, they so said that there's like very little cars. that they can do. And uh, yeah. it looks like they're going to go to a 24 race season for 22, I think, or 23. More. Jesus. So they're adding more. Yeah. Those guys. And uh, we have to start again, having like 
sub drivers like we can't i can't go six weeks in a row you know like yeah i guess max <laughs> had made a comment that uh max had said like this is not sustainable and yeah. uh the president of the fia fia stefano uh Domenicali, he he said that we will never let drivers dictate our schedule so he like right. fired back you know so oh, yeah he won't be around for long yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those like who who wins, who wins, yeah. who gets fired. I don't think they're getting the drivers getting fired. Not that that's the situation right now, but you know it's like you know those guys that fire back and I'm going to do it my way. I don't care about the drivers. Those yeah, those are guys that lose the battle down the road. But yeah, I don't know anything about it. That just be talking nonsense, you know. Yeah, so I mean, pretty awesome that Red Bull's kicking ass the way that they are. I do feel a little bit bad for Sergio Perez. I mean, the guy is in second place. And they're yeah. acting like he's in fucking last. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Let's just be the helmet. Yeah. Racial like comments. Being really stupid. Like, this guy's in it second place. Yeah. He just hasn't and gotten Max, second in every race. You Max know? is insane. I mean, he's out of out of his world. I mean, yeah. it's not even comparable. Yeah. But I, I do find it should, funny. I think they should switch cars, I'll make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do I find it funny that cars. there's people out there saying that if they were in Sergio's seat, he wouldn't be having such an easy time. Oh, uh, my, boy, my boy, Lewis. <laughs> AKA Bitch Boy. Uh, he literally, I, I, I wish, I wish they would make an agreement where they would let Sergio race the Mercedes and Lewis could race the Red Bull. Yeah. Just so How Max could take his ass. He's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm reading your the notes here, our hit list, and Lewis is a bitch. Toto is a bigger bitch. When I read that, I almost just spit out my, my drink. <laughs> yeah, because it's like they're talking about, like, records and this and that, and Toto's like, oh, records are for Wikipedia, and nobody yeah, reads no Wikipedia. Reads yeah, no, I mean, they're, and then Max Fireback, he's like, yeah, he acts like he's part of our staff. Thank God he's not. He's probably just still mad, you know, that they're – not doing what they want which is did you see that max uh there was a uh there was an interview that max did and he's like well you know lewis uh wasn't talking like this when he became six-time champion and they're like lewis is seven-time champion and max said are you sure are you sure (laughs) i I don't follow these things because i don't i don't read wikipedia he said that (laughs) did he really yeah (laughs) Yeah, just to fucking clown those guys that's awesome well i thought he was gonna go with the uh the messy messy the messy uh you know lawsuit is it messy that one they got the title like some someone's suing oh uh, no felipe massa Massa, Massa. I knew it was an M. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I thought yeah. maybe you to refer to Massa's deal when you said six. That would be some wild shit if that actually goes down. Like, this dude is uh, still, like, they're, they're legit fighting it. And they're yeah, going to, like, take him to court know, and stuff. But I heard they, they do this every couple of years. They refire it up and whatever. So. It'd be actually amazing if they stripped him of his title. Because that would well, be then, should, then you have to look at stripping back <laughs> his first title, too. I mean, that was kind of a fucked up situation as well. So Yeah, but that not other that, one, not I think, that he's not, not that he's not deserving. I, I don't even know the situation. <laughs> and, uh, we don't need to get into old shit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, let's move forward on your list. You've got... Well, what happened, what happened to Alonzo? Alonzo. Like, I don't know. I mean, well, he had a good race. What? Not this last one, the one before. He got back on the podium, didn't he? Second. Or yeah, something? I think so. He got. Well, he fell off a good couple in between our our last time. Yeah, he they had disappeared back then. for whatever reason. Like their then, midseason uh, upgrades are not up to par at yeah. Aston Martin. So was it last weekend, though, he was on the podium, or a weekend before. Uh, you know, he got, he got, he got second, didn't he? 
or third? I don't. I don't. He's on the podium in the last two races. So I mean, got, like, kind of got back. Third, yeah. And then Lance Stroll, like, you know, are they ever going to win a championship with Lance Stroll? Lance Stroll sucks. You know, because like, I know. But, so Lawrence, Lawrence wants to win a championship, so he's going to have to let his kid go. I mean, that's the that's the first the first right way to get that championship because he's never going to do it with his son. He ain't letting his kid go. I know. Uh, Fernando so. got second at the Dutch Grand Prix. So okay, yeah. So two like races two races ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. But, so I knew he was on the podium. So they they definitely have like fallen off, and then he kind of bit back. So I'm curious. Uh, I'd like to see him have a good race. He's fun to follow. You know, just wildly he's awesome. old veteran. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's he's kind and of he's a Max guy. fan too. So like he's like and <laughs> because he understands that a lot of the British media is very biased towards Lewis. Right. And right. Uh, when he was a, a double world champion he felt a lot of that same kind of, I guess, um, uh, criticism against Fav- him. Favor- favoritism, favoritism. Yeah, favoritism. Criticism. Towards, yeah. I mean, Lewis is in like 14th and they're like, oh my God, he's driving so amazing right now. Look at him move through right. the field. It's like, he's yeah, like yeah, fucking still, 14th. Shut still up. Win- he's still winning in the, in the hearts and minds of the BBC. Yeah, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> All right, poor Ricardo. Next topic, we gotta start moving on these. I'm gonna have to get going here. I, yeah, I man. This Poor guy, uh, Danny Ricardo, just can't catch a break. I don't know if this is just like bad karma that he has for prematurely leaving Red Bull all those years ago, but yeah, um, you know, and for he, those he who had, don't know, yeah. he was basically in a situation where he was going to crash directly into Oscar Piastri at the Dutch Grand Prix, who and he ironically to, took his spot. Huh? Who ironically took his spot? Who ironically took his spot? He could have crashed into a McLaren. Did yeah, a should have just fucking side punched that motherfucker, <laughs> dude. It would have been a straight T bone. It would have been bad. Yeah, it would have been bad. Um, yeah. But so he decided to crash himself into the wall. When he did so, he broke his hand. Now he's out for many, many weeks. Yeah. Given he's, they say he's, he's back on. He's back in. He's coming to this race and going to start getting back into it. Um, he's not doing press or anything, but he's going to be there working with the engineers and stuff. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, he'll be back. But uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be. Good, he had a good first outing, and then they didn't. So, I mean, I, we don't even really know where to put him, even in the Alphatari. He's still, because he didn't really, uh, he had a good race and then a bad race and then broke his hand. So it's like we don't even know where he's at. So Yeah, it could it could hurt his chances, essentially, for next year, yeah, potentially. Definitely not. did help. Um, yeah. Uh, off before we go to your next one, uh, I saw that uh, Joe resigned for next year. Did you see that? Joe Guan Yu. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's on Alpha, uh, Alpha Romeo, which will he's be. He's uh, black. He's like, yeah. No, he's fully black. Just but you know, it's, it's a big like, deal when people start resigning. Chinese Lewis Hamilton. He shows up right, at the right. track with like stupid clothes on. Right. And you know, I don't know. Not that great. No, I'm not a super fan. It's just you know you start you start getting the we'll start getting those boards with who's you know with the blacked out heads and so he's one of the first ones to resign you know so his yeah. picture will be not blacked out. I think uh, uh, Haas resigned Hulkenberg uh, and Magnussen also. I think. both. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I think both of. I, mean, them I don't are. see why not Hulkenberg. I mean, he's he. It's kind yeah, of the, the, success, the succession they've had was you know, Maspin Schumacher. Maspin was shit. Put in. Uh, and, and Schumacher was a bit better. Then they put in when Maspin got dropped because of the war. They put in uh, Magnuson. Uh, Magnuson. He destroyed Schumacher. So it's like fuck. So that dropped. That made him drop Schumacher, bringing Hulkenberg. Now Hulkenberg is not destroying uh, Magnuson, but definitely uh, on the better end right now. So it's like the yeah. cars 
aren't as bad as maybe everybody thought they were. Or, or well, I mean, last year they didn't develop, but this year they're like these cars aren't that bad. You yeah. got to have a fucking guy that can drive the shit out of it. And yeah, you know, bringing Hulkenberg back, it's like you know, if the, the Magnuson was like, oh my god, it's, he's bringing it back, and then have Hulkenberg come in and take it a step above that, even it's like. Where are they going to keep Magnuson? I know it seems like yeah, but Magnuson's had uh, Magnuson's had a lot of reliability issues with his car, so he's had yeah. some failures and things like that. So yeah, the car issues are, are definitely a thing. So I, I like the pairing; I think it's great. I, I hope they uh, continue to improve and, and upgrade that car, and let's get those. Yeah, guys. I hope they stay with those guys. Yeah. You know, eight to twelve, it'd be nice to see them consistently up there. Um, yeah, I think the yeah, biggest think surprises have been uh, the beginning of the season was Aston Martin with Alonso. Kind of right now, the big surprises are McLaren doing so well, Williams okay. doing really well, Alex yeah. Albon's really oh, kicking sure. ass. Which brings us to your next point. Yeah, um, so Sargent is not performing. Yeah, Logan Sargent is not really there. A little unfair because it is his first year, but it seems like Toto, because he's a master manipulator, uh, because yeah, he yeah. manages Mick Schumacher, yeah, and they, seems and they like he's going to push Merc him Mo probably into that Williams seat, yeah. like and he did run, for George Russell. They run the Merck motor, so it's a big, big push there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, will will he replace him uh, this year or next? Uh, who knows? I mean, again, he's Logan is also, you know, you sent me the destructors chart um, yesterday, yeah. the day before. He's leading the destructors chart with like, what, $2.5 million in damages to the car. Yeah. Uh, with uh, so, you know, a perspective on the low side, uh, Verstappen is uh, 200,000 damages, I think. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. Give, give or take. So, it's like, <laughs> so the, the rookie has $2.5 million of damage. Yeah. And the, the top dog got 200,000. So, he busted the, the end plate off a wing or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goof, yeah. Out of that puncture. For me personally, like Logan Sargent doesn't do anything for me. I would no, he's American, see... sucks. You know, I want to I want to support the guy, but he's shit. He's the only American. And people even forget that. They don't even remember that he's American. Yeah, but... we'll get it. We'll get an American back when it, with Andretti. Um, they'll put Colton Herta. They'll he'll get his, his they'll get his license. And yeah. uh and I think Colton Herta like has a he has an axe to grind. It feels like yeah. Like he's like, oh, you guys in F1 think you're so fast. Like, you know, yeah. like, give me a chance. You know, I, I think, and I think he's a better, that. he is a better personality that yeah. more he, people I mean, in the United he, States know. Yeah, he, like he's the guy in America. You know, he's, yeah. he's a fan favorite. His dad was a racer. So, I mean, that would be a really good, good entry. Like that gets you some attention quick. Yeah. Uh, a lot of pressure. I don't know how they're going to do it with Cadillac, but maybe that's just Cadillac as like a symbol and they're using yeah. some other powertrain. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, there's that. Um so we can finish on uh the fact that these guys at Mercedes just can't they get they, their their tampons are so wadded up right now. They just can't get it together, dude. They can't I, get it together, they can't figure it out. So their their go-to is to complain. Yeah. To yeah, complain, no, I, complain, I, I complain. Can't, uh, I can't I can't disagree with you. And I, I'm not like a diehard Mercedes fan or anything, but you know, when I came in, they were dominating, so it's easy to kind of gravitate to them, you know, like what five, six years ago, whatever, four or five years, whenever I started kind of watching it seriously. And you know, it was just like I said, easy to gravitate. Max is a rookie, he was a cocky fuck, so it's easy to, you know, hate hate love to hate him. I mean, I, he's grown on me way, way more. I mean, I he just he's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm definitely I don't care if he wins every race or not, but uh, I definitely like him a lot better because he's he just his uh, composure as a, a at the top is hasn't changed since he was on his way up. So that's uh, he's actually calmer now. Yeah, he's yeah, calmer now. More, just, he takes funny little jack. Like, he's good. Like I, I like him. Yeah, it's just yeah. not bad. So, um, 
Yeah, Lewis is always in his feelings and this and that. It's just like, oh my it's god! Tiring. I so you know, I want to see him get back up there and, and get some redemption, but I don't know if it's going to happen. You know, if Merck can't get out of their own way, I mean, it's going to be tough for them. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the race this weekend. I think we, uh, I'm, I'm on their time. You're not too far off, so hopefully, I'll get to watch some quality. I'll probably watch practice right now and then uh, watch quality this, this evening and. Yeah, so it's almost 1 a.m. here, and ESPN is saying that at 5.25, so that's, what, four and a half hours from now? Uh, Practice 3 is starting, so... Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I might be able to watch it on my drive. We're gonna we're gonna head out around noon here to to the capital of, of Lithuania, Vilnius, hang out there for a little bit uh, for a couple of days, then come home and or come back to her parents' house and then fly out to France and hang out for a couple of days and hit the World Cup. So that's nice. what I got for the next few days. We'll have some good stuff for the next uh, next segment. Hopefully, you know, maybe just a couple weeks. Next one's gonna be right before Grands at, at the, the yeah. rate that we're going. I mean, so. we could, if it wasn't, if anyone gave a shit, like it'd be fun to, I mean, we're more of the adult, you know, behind the scenes business one <laughs> to do one at the, the grants, but I think we'd bore all the youth, the, the, the youngsters uh, still have that on lock with the uh, Tori and, uh, and James. So I, I don't even know. They still put them out the same amount. I haven't really been, on, I haven't really been listening to them because it's, I I, it's been difficult to listen to. So personally, <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't enjoyed listening to to them. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't listen to podcasts anyway, so I don't know a bunch. But I, I know you know they were they they're really active with it. I, I just don't know if their activity is still the same. But I think that they're it's it's pretty frequent that they're it's coming out. It's just you know, yeah, they were we're are just more the, the dads the guys they the want you know the behind the scenes and what the business and the bullshit and race cars. Yeah, this is the like like when people wonder why like well, why yeah. why doesn't BMX or why why are we not having more pros sponsored and stuff well yeah, listen right. to our fucking podcast and you'll realize right. why like this shit is not easy you know yeah <laughs> like and then uh speaking of that not that we can't get into it but maybe in the next one we can talk about uh the horror situation what's going down um you know nick and uh Nick and Cam just got dropped, and then uh, you know now Nick Law, Nick, uh, Cam Larson Nick, and uh, Cam Larson Anthony Ricardo. And sorry, yeah. have been dropped as their elites, and then um, as far as, I mean, no one really knows what's up with Nick Law and his his program. So um, that hasn't been announced yet. So uh, waiting anxiously to see what's going on there. We can maybe talk about that a little more, what our thoughts are, and why that's happening, or maybe we'll have some more insight by then. So that'd be kind of a good topic, you know, such an iconic, yeah, yeah, yeah. iconic brand dropping their program again. Um, so I just think uh, people need to go back and look at like how big the sport is at the end of the day, even absolutely. worldwide. And yeah, yeah. like people think like I have a lot of opinions about like social media and all this kind of stuff. And people think that, you know, you're going to go out there and put yourself out there and all this stuff is going to happen. But at the end of the day, like you look at the number of eyeballs seeing it, the number of likes, the number of views, it's very telling that. Yeah. It's not on the level where you can get a fraction of a fraction and be doing well, you know, yeah, and no, that's how that kind of stuff works essentially at the end of tough, the day. Sure. So, but yeah, we'll get into that cool. next time. You have a good yeah. time in Lithuania. Thank Say hi to everybody. I will. And uh, make I'll, sure. I'll do a rent and gear count for you. I know it's going to be quite a few at that World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> make sure Camille doesn't uh, smoke too many cigarettes. Yeah, right. Uh, Is he French? Yeah, she was she wasn't gonna go. We ended up buying our tickets, so she's gonna go with us the whole time. So no. she's a handful right now, dude. It's like I mean, people most people I, I'm late to the game, but most people know it's like dragging a toddler around and 
oh man she uh she makes it interesting every fucking meal every every store visit every everywhere we do because she gets into everything now and she's bossy she is bossy dude like yeah. she doesn't you know for an answer it's, it's tough i was lucky my kids were really good when they were young like that uh like she's they good but she's she's bad also <laughs> she's both <laughs> She, she, uh, paybacks are a bitch. People are telling me so, um, uh, yeah, we're good, man. Let's cut it and, uh, let me know when it's up and I'll do some tagging and see if we can get, you know, maybe a hundred people to listen to this thing. I'm sure oh, we got like and, five more people listening with your, with your social media George promotion. Coach mentioned, I'm just making this up, but I, he hasn't been getting the emails from the fans, man. Like what do you got? What do you, he's not, he's not that, you know, George, you know we want to know or what the segment, like, you know, George, answers from George, like top <laughs> engineer at BMX. Like he'll, he'll let you know, dude, like don't feel, don't hit him up. What's your email? What's, what's your, what's your email? You want people to, to hit you up George at, at Renan design group.com. If anybody hit wants to email, he gives, there you go. Talk about too. He loves it. He gets he gets side screenshots. He's, Look at this one. So so feel free to hit him up, man. Jam that guy. He has nothing else to do. One of them. Yeah, I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good chat with you. All and, right, man. Uh, I'll weekend. talk to you. Have a good vacation. Later. Later.